0: Welcome to What's New and What's Up at Nazarene Publishing House. This is the podcast where we uh, come to you twice a month and begin to uh, talk about uh, what is new and what's happening here at Nazarene Publishing House in Kansas City. Uh, You may or may not be aware that Kansas City is the home for Nazarene Publishing House, and today it's a balmy 40 degrees here in Kansas City, and we're excited to have you listening today to What's New and What's Up. My name is Matt Zimmer, and I'm our church resources manager here at Nazarene Publishing House, and we're glad that you're here today. I have a special guest with me. His name is Andy Irvin. He is the children's pastor at Salem Fields Church of the Nazarene, and uh, Andy is also a part of uh, Nazarene Children's Pastors Association, NCPA, which is in town today, visiting Publishing House and going through a series of meetings and updates about children's ministries and children's ministry uh, resources. So, Andy, it's good to have you today. Thanks. It's great to be here, Matt. Uh, Andy, before we get started, tell us uh, a little bit about yourself and uh, kind of what you do beyond the church. What, what kind of jazzes you in the community? Tell us, perhaps, uh, are you coaching your kids as baseball teams or what's going on in your life?
1: Well, you know, Matt, I love being a part of my kids' schools. Yeah. Um, you know, that's been something that wherever we've lived and wherever we've ministered, that we've had a strong connection with the schools, yeah. you know, that our kids are in. It's, it's kind of funny. I have a, a, a 15-year-old. He's soon turning 16. And so, of course, we're dealing with driver's ed and all the other things that are associated with high school. But um, he's involved in a play. And so, you know, I'm his number one fan, go to all the shows. So very involved in supporting his, you know, work. And uh, then, of course, really getting excited that my daughter, Amber, is on the debate team. So I'm driving the debate team around now, learning about that, what a rebuttal actually (laughs) is supposed to be. Um, You think you know a lot about debate until you actually start looking at it. And then my daughter, Hannah, is just the social butterfly of our entire neighborhood. So. Uh, we have like three or four kids in our home at all times, in addition to our own. You know, yeah. so so it's fun. So we do a lot of just uh, neighborhood stuff. Sometimes it's just spontaneous. Yeah. We just love to be in our neighborhood. So we don't do a lot of soccer practice, carpooling, but we do a lot of just stuff with people. Yeah, yeah. and then and then your vocational ministry, obviously there at the
0: church. How many kids are attending any one week at? at uh, Salem
1: Fields? Well, um, I'm in Fredericksburg, Virginia. That's where, it's Salem Fields Community Church, Mm -hmm. and uh, we uh, have a weekend set of venues. uh, That's Saturday night at 6.30, Sunday mornings, at nine and eleven, plus we do a family theater at ten fifteen each weekend, and so all of that together—that whole weekend—we uh, have about four hundred and fifty kids that are there. That's that's birth to fifth grade, and they come through with their parents and grandparents, and they're just part of the church. And so, uh, myself and a children's ministry team—you uh, know—we yeah. have about a hundred volunteers that uh, some are every weekend, some are monthly, some rotate. You know, there's, it's like all of that together. But if you have everybody on a roster, um, that's about a hundred. And so we we've discovered that everything that we do must be involved team. Mm-hmm. That has been not just a survival mode, but a way to really develop relationships, you know, through that. So it's it's really yeah. fun. I'm the I'm the lead children's pastor there. So I oversee all of that. And I just have a blast. We have a great time because we do things just just crazy. Sometimes we we love crazy at our church, mm. and so we have um, things like you know in the fall we'll do outreach events like trunk and treat, where we have a giant tailgate party out in the church parking lot, mm-hmm. and uh, everybody comes from the community there. Plus we do um, ongoing connections with the community like uh, Go Saturdays, where families will just go across the street to the grocery store and help people get their groceries in the car or help. Uh, give out um donuts and coffee and people are like, uh why are you doing this? And it's like, well, because we just care about our community and that just like, whoa. Yeah. You know, and to get kids involved with that with right. their parents is cool too.
0: Right, yeah. yeah. So one day you wake up and you think and you, did you realize, oh, I'm going to be a children's pastor? How did that come
1: about in your life? <laughs> well, no, that, that did that, that would be kind of wild if that happened, yeah. um, kind of scary too. What? How did God um, lead you to I, this? Well, um, I received a call to be involved in children's ministries. I, I don't know if I really knew the term children's pastor back then. I, I never heard that, you know, as a kid uh, in the church. But when I was 12 years old, uh, God called me into uh, children's ministry, the term that that I was familiar with back then was children's evangelist because we'd go to camp meeting, we'd go to summer camp, and there would be these special children's ministry people that had all this cool stuff. And I was just really into that. And at an age of 12, God called me to that. And everything that I've done since has been kind of directing uh, towards that. I am... uh, went to Eastern Nazarene College, and I was an elementary education major there, and so I taught fifth grade for six years in Maryland public schools. Mm-hmm. And then during that time was getting familiar with church ministry, mm-hmm. um, you know, sort of the other side, you right, know, right. and just kind of understanding, you know, uh, how that works. And then um, the Lord called me from the uh, school uh, environment, the public school environment, into full-time ministry. And so we've uh, we've worked in several states, several districts since then, but it's been kind of cool because um, my mom was a children's ministries director, and so I guess I was her sidekick, yeah, and was a part of that environment as a child in a in a in a church, and as a result of that, God really laid it on my heart to really share with kids the love of God, yeah. you know, yeah. So. Well,
0: tell us real quick, um, what what probably is the most exciting thing about what you do? And then tell us sure. a little bit about what um, is probably your greatest prayer concern or your greatest need as you look at children in today's culture. So start with the first one and then move, segue to the second question.
1: Sure, sure, yeah. absolutely. I think my greatest joy, you know, I think that's the right way to describe that. My greatest joy as a as a children's pastor, as a pastor, as a minister who focuses on you know reaching kids for me is uh, uh dedicating children child yeah. dedications and um... and then baptizing children i think for me that's that's like that's joy bundled up there yeah. you know because i'm seeing god's transformation power in children um... for easter weekend we did a good friday service that was for elementary school children actually kindergarten through fifth grade and uh, we showed um... the jesus video for children And I had children's ministry leaders walking in across as that was being played on the screen. And we did a lot of very visual things, Mm -hmm. but we really wanted it to be... um, a well balanced experience, too, not just a video, so we talked about Passover. We talked about the last supper, we talked about just um the suffering you mm. know, and we weren 't afraid to talk about that and um, I had so many parents come up to me afterwards talking about how that how much that meant to them and their children, and we had fifty kids that raised their hands and came forward mm. and there 's a variety of things there you know sometimes with kids you you have to use a lot of different ways to describe that, from tummy ache to salvation to recommitment you know right um but two girls stood up in a um a a public service uh last weekend the week later and they stood up and identified themselves as new believers Mm -hmm. publicly in front of everyone and so that to me is just great joy to see that transformation occurring you know it makes it all worthwhile now the greatest challenge You know, I don't care how small or large your church is. I don't think that size is really the issue, because kids are kids. Mm -hmm. So we're dealing with the same issues in every context in our church today. I think the greatest challenge is that we have a lot of children that have so much access to technology and information, Mm. but they don't have enough people around them to help them to understand that. Right. And so, you know that i think is our greatest challenge in the church that we do not want to take the place of parents children's ministry should not take the place of parenting right but we've got to find new ways to partner with parents or single parents or grandparents or uncles and aunts, to partner with them to help those adults become the spiritual directors to become the spiritual leaders for those children, so that so that we can, as George Barna would say, we can produce these spiritual champions in our in our communities and in our churches. So you're in a nonstop
0: kind of effort to attach adults with children on that Absolutely. journey. Absolutely, that's awesome.
1: Absolutely, everything that I do um, in my ministry at Fredericksburg Salem Fields is is continually building teams Mm -hmm. and that's sometimes that's adult teams you know but sometimes that's adult and kid teams sometimes what's this has been really cool is now we're seeing that now that we have this 45 minute family service Mm -hmm. that's that's separate from everything else we do so there's no excuses not to come We, we we got that straightened out first during that 45 minutes there are parents and kids learning at the same time, mm. getting the same experience, and so that experience is turning into transformation. God is using that to really work in people's lives, so, so we're getting comments and conversations back about how that, um, yes, my son did show initiative, or yes, they are becoming more respectful because of we were given tools right. to help do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, so like yeah. now we've got, we've got whole families. Like on the same page, which that's, that's very great. cool. Yeah, yeah,
0: that is awesome. Well, hey, we're gonna switch gears here, and sure. uh, you're here obviously to have meetings through uh, organization called Nazarene Children's Pastors Association, and you are the president, chairman, chairman. Yeah, chairman, guru. Now, <laughs> uh, tell us a little bit about NCPA, and sure. then uh, also tell us a little bit about Ignite, the Ignite Conference, which is the NCPA conference uh, coming up, I believe, in October of this year.
1: Right. Um, NCPA, Nazarene Children's Pastors Association, was started in 1995, uh, so it's 13 years old, and it's an organization that is a part of Children's Ministries of the Church of the Nazarene, which is a part of um, SDMI. Uh, which is our Sunday School Discipleship Ministries International, formerly called Sunday School Ministries. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we are a part, we're in, under that umbrella of the church, the general church here. And our mission is to encourage and support and to help network children's ministry leaders in the Church of the Nazarene. That's why it's got the N at the beginning of that, it's Nazarene. That does not mean that we're exclusive, it means that we're trying to help the leaders in our church to become aware that children's ministries needs to be more than just on paper a priority. It mm-hmm. needs to be flushed out in budgets and in resources and in, in, in intentional ministry to families with children in, in our, the communities that our churches are in. Sure. Um, you know, a lot of people will say, you know, well, I don't understand. We don't have any kids in our church. Well, how sad is that? Because children were so close to Jesus, and so I I can't even imagine being in a church where there aren't any kids. I mean, that would feel so weird, you know. And, um, you know, NCPA, in its inception back in 1995, said we just want to become a resource and a group that will continue to help raise the awareness why our churches need to be focused on children's ministry, not that there aren't in other ministries, not that other things are not important too, but it's just that we have to have advocates right. for children You know, in our church. So we we meet together here once a year in Kansas City, the board of directors, and I'm the, the chairman, and uh, we are elected by the membership. So if you join NCPA, you get to vote. And so we have about 100 uh, members mm-hmm. that are a part of that and uh... we have board members that come in from all across the united states and uh... the different regions and so we work on different initiatives um, we try to uh... meet with our church leaders here in kansas city when we're here like uh, monday we met with um... the director of clergy development uh... dan Cobb, mm-hmm. and we talked about developing a partnership with clergy development and ncpa because not everyone is but many of us are clergy in the church of the nazarene right. so that seems kinda like a no-brainer but um we're in two different areas of church um offices and so we're trying to learn how to work together
0: yeah yeah Yeah. and then ignite is kind of just this great time where everybody just comes together and just goes nuts and is singing (laughs) and and playing together and just um workshops Mm -hmm. um encouragement um insight and hopefully Uh, The children's pastors and children's workers will walk away with kind of those golden nuggets. Hey, wow, I I talked to so-and-so and and I learned this, or I heard this in this seminar. and That's kind of what it is. Tell us about when it is and how they can possibly
1: sign up and
0: all that kind of thing.
1: Sure. Well, Ignite is our Nazarene Children's Pastors Leadership Summit. And uh, this is the third one that we are about to do. It is October 6 to 9. Uh, 2008, And it is in Nashville, Tennessee, which is a great place to get together for any reason. And so we're just real excited about that because we are planning some great things. Our theme for this leadership summit is Mix It Up. And the subheader for that is how to become a catalyst for change in your ministry and in your life. Mm. Because because this is not just a conference. What we're trying to do is we're trying to bring children's ministry leaders together whether you're a children's pastor or a children's ministry director, paid, non-paid, whatever, and come together and just really help to focus on not just what you're doing but who you're becoming. Mm-hmm. And and I think that that's a different twist about this conference. We're, we had about 100 last year mm-hmm. in uh, Oklahoma City at Bethany First Church. They were our gracious hosts last year. And so Trevecca Community Church and their new facility that's going to be opened um, right there on the campus of Trevecca Nazarene University, will be hosting us October 6 to 9. Um, The registration information and the schedule just this week, at the end of this week, will be launching on our website, which is uh, www.ignitenaz.org. That's ignitenaz.org. And that website, you'll be able to register online, you'll be able to pay online, you'll be able to get all of the workshop information. In other words, that is your one-stop shop for getting into this Ignite experience. So we're really excited about that. We um, are finalizing some details this week, but I will tell you that people who come will be surprised that they're going to be encountering people not just from within the Church of the Nazarene, but also some children's ministry leaders outside the church, too. Mm -hmm. And so I think that they will be really surprised at the people that they'll have a chance to talk with on a much more personal level whereas when you go to a conference where there's four thousand people there you don't right. have that opportunity but here at ignite you're they're gonna find a much more personal feeling a that's unique great. experience that's awesome yeah. so anyway by the time this podcast comes out the information
0: will be online ignitenaz.org. so hopefully you'll go there and check that out hey real quick a couple last things you have written uh, a piece in word actions um young believers discipleship series and uh, it's part of the so you want to line so you want to be baptized so you want to take communion right so you want to um, uh, there's there's several others and and the one that you have written uh, for this series is just excellent so you want to share Jesus um, tell us a little bit about this piece how many how, how does it work in terms of mentoring and and mm. what's the content and, and really what's the angle here what are you hoping that kids will learn through this piece
1: Well, you know, for a long time, I I have been trying to figure out what would be the right way to teach children about witnessing. You know, Mm -hmm. how do you do that? And how do you make it personal as well as when you're working with a big group and, and try to accomplish that? And, you know, so many times kids just feel so limited in what they can do. They don't feel that they have, they don't have the self-esteem to do that. So, in this booklet that's part of this series, this is entitled, So You Want to Share Jesus. Mm-hmm. And the whole idea of this book, from even from the front cover, is kids understanding that that sharing Jesus is not necessarily getting in front of a microphone in front of a large group of people and doing it karaoke style what it what it is is just having a conversation getting to know someone and becoming their friend and and really sharing about Jesus through their life and that sounds pretty simplistic to two adults sitting here having a conversation but for children they don't think about it in that way so I took the approach in the book to try to help them understand why they sometimes feel that angst when that topic comes up, even for kids who have been saved for a long time. And then how can they really put their heads around that and to understand what it's like to what it's like to be able to share Jesus. So there's a eight page booklet, which is really cool, and okay. the artwork on it was phenomenal. The Nazarene Publishing House did a phenomenal job on this artwork. And then there is a really great teacher's guide that is free and downloadable on the website. You can click on it right there as you're ordering the student booklets. You can download uh, the Adobe format. www.wordaction.com. There you go. Yes. 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 And so it's really neat. And and the teacher's guide was designed for large group, small group. Um, it was designed for looking at other resources that you can tap into like, you know, the Evangel cubes, um, other resources like that, where kids, you can actually put those tools in kids' hands and they can do it. Yeah. So it's, it's all about hands-on. It's not just teacher talk, knowledge information, but it's about helping them to have a hands-on experience about sharing their face. So in the booklet, you know, they can make bumper stickers, they can create mm-hmm. their, their, um, their, uh, a card that they could give to a friend which could describe that story that they have. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Okay, finally, I'm gonna wrap this up. <laughs> and uh I'm a I'm a children's worker, I'm a children's pastor, listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm discouraged. What do you say to me?
1: Yeah. Well I bet you are, because every weekend you're extending this huge amount of energy, I mean you're really you're really giving yeah um, it, you paid at the office, you know yeah, right, and so every Monday you probably are asking yourself do i do I really want to do this <laughs> and so I, I have a whole file of, of resignations that I've never yeah, said yeah, yeah, yeah the the answer that I have there it might sound really simple and and maybe too cliche, I hope it's not, but my answer to that is you've got to develop something outside of your ministry that really provides, um, relationships and almost a level of intimacy, mm-hmm. uh, with a small group, with a group of people that, that, that don't, maybe are not involved in your children's ministry, but that, that you can just be real with them. You can do life with them. Yeah. Uh, recently I joined a small group at our church and this is totally separate from anything that I do in children's ministry. And they let me just be you know, Andy. one of the people. Yeah. They let yeah. me just be Andy, not Pastor Andy or, you know, staff member. That's great. Just me. And and I can I can laugh with them. I can just, you know, just kinda hang out. But but I would encourage them to not be afraid to do that because a lot of times children's ministry leaders, they're so passionate about what they do that they don't realize that there's another side to passion and that can get kind of messy. And I think that when we're the most discouraged is when we're tired and we feel alone. So my encouragement is um, to join an organization like NCPA and get networked. But even right there in your church, find a friend, find someone that you can get to know, and just start doing life with them Hmm. outside of the stuff.
0: That's good. That's yeah. good. Well, hey, I am a son of a youth pastor, and I'm sitting, with uh, children's pastor, rather, and I'm sitting <laughs> with a children's pastor. Yeah. Right? So we're kind of two, two of the same ducks on a pond here this afternoon. But yeah. thanks for being with me, Andy and You're Sharon. Welcome. This is a special edition of What's New and What's Up here at Nazarene Publishing House. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll come back and listen next time. God bless. <laughs>